1: Thank you, legendary John Bon Jovial, uh, who is here in spirit and recording only today uh, because, uh, well, he had to take a day off for some other frivolous activities and will not be joining us today. So uh, we have been blessed with his voice, and now he has gone into that uh, incredible good night wherever uh, wherever it is that former radio announcers go. Anyway... We're glad you're here with us because it would be awfully lonely sitting here playing this music if you weren't here. So welcome to you, our listeners around the world, and of course our listeners in Rochester, New York, who listen on WRFZ, FM 106.3 Rochester Free Radio. We're glad to have you all aboard with us here today. And for those of you walking the streets of Rochester, uh, walking by the House of Guitars, Uh, you'll be hearing us in your ear too. So uh, lucky you. Glad to have you with us. We've got a fun show today. Hopefully not too many things will go wrong because as I said, we are flying solo today. And uh, if something goes wrong, we're going to be in real trouble. But uh, first off, one of uh, one of our previous guests who's been with us several times, both uh, in person and also for new releases over the years. And we're going to welcome him back with another new release right now. Jerry Hull, an artist uh, from uh, Hudson in the UK. And uh, we'll tell you more about him, for those of you who don't know him, in just a couple of minutes right now. I'm going to let you tell us, or let him rather, tell us about his new release, Here's Jerry Hall.
2: Hello, everybody. This is indie recording artist Jerry Hall, and I'm excited, and very pleased to tell you about my brand making new single, Supercharged Chassis. It's the first single of my forthcoming album, this one hell of a raw edge rocker, taking you on a hot rodding cruise into the inner city streets and back alley life with a lady that's built with 1200 turbocharged rhythm and blues, hitting the motorways from zero to 105 seconds. She's sexy. She never stops, and fully stocked down a highway of supercharged rock. So get her while it's hot. Supercharged. Ch- yeah. She's job. Well, she's ultra hot, full stop. you them a top shop, always for some racing digging. Just take. Down the motorway Mmm, yeah Well, I've never seen a layer so sexy as you hundred turbocharged pack Freedom and blue pack Zero to 105 seconds How could I lose? Supercharged gases Rumbling in the alleyway As I put up a fight And we're out on the road again Rolling down this old highway To win Rock the supercharge Time!
1: Jerry Hall and his latest called Supercharged Chassis. And that thing is, I uh, think, tearing up the charts over in the UK and uh, starting to make some noise over here in the states on uh, independent radio online, especially on uh, Indies Radio. You're going to find it on uh, several stations around the country. You can find him online at uh, well, you know, all the usual places: Facebook, Twitter. Uh, youtube of course he's a singer pianist and songwriter and a ranger also from memphis tennessee who's now based in kingston upon hall uk and uh, all of his music is original entirely it includes uh well it includes storytelling and uh, of course very piano driven uh, reminiscent of uh of uh, some guy named Elton over there uh, as far as piano-driven style accompanied by his vocals and uh, various in- instrumentations, uh, much of which he does himself. Uh, and in addition to being a arranger, he's also a multi-talented musician and his style kind of harks back to the popular sounds and styles of the 60s and 70s. And uh, of course, uh, we all know Elton John uh, made his uh, his presence known in the '70s, very early '70s, and uh, uh, Jerry has a, a, a twist of modern imagination. He says my music encompasses genres such as pop, rock, blues, boogie woogie, the Memphis sound, the Americana, gospel, country, medieval jazz, and he goes on. And sometimes I think he incorporates all of those into. An individual song. He's really kind of a creative guy and uh, really starting to uh, build himself uh, quite an audience. I think you may find, uh, you may hear a lot more of him in the very near future. Jerry Hull, and uh, as I said, you can find him on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all around the internet, just like, uh, well, just like most everybody right now in these days and age. And uh, we thank him for always sharing his new releases with us here on the David Bowers Awards, where every show is an award show and every guest is an award winner. We'd like to thank our, uh, we'd like to thank Titty Bingo for our theme music. They're kind of our house band and provide our theme song. We want to thank them as we do every week. And uh, we want to uh, thank you, our listeners, of course, and, Also, Mary Perry, who is an accredited disability representative in Rochester, New York. And uh, Mary Perry underwrites the show on WRFZ FM 106.3 FM radio, Rochester Free Radio. And uh, she helps enable the fact that uh, Rochester Free Radio is able to carry the David Bowers Awards. Jerry's Song, by the way, uh, which we just played, Supercharged Chassis is the first single from his latest album. And after only three days, three days after it was released, it shot up to the number one slot on two radio stations' charts. And after the first release, uh, it was number seven of the top 40 Radio Indie Alliance overall chart, number one in the top 10 of indie and country music with Moni and Cynthia and number one on the top ten of It Matters Radio with Mona Brinkman. So as I said, he's starting to hit a lot of the indie charts around the world, and with a double number one in his first week, not even a whole week actually, it managed to hit number seven in the overall top 40. That's the new album, which was released May eight, or rather will be released May 18th. I forget we're recording a little bit ahead of time, but that's May 18th. It's released. The album is Strange Afternoons, and it'll be available for purchase everywhere in the world. iTunes, Google Play, all the usual suspect places. So check him out. Jerry. Hull. Okay. Our next guest we're proud to have with us this week is a, uh, is a first-timer on the show. She's joining our family. She is a Christian singer-songwriter from Philadelphia who sings with conviction and power, I'll tell you that. Her name is Krista Denae. Now, if you go looking her up, and this uh, kind of threw me for a curve, too, so I want to be sure and point out so you find her, uh, her last name is spelled as if it was Deanna, D-E-A-N-A, but it's pronounced Denae. Okay, so don't go trying to spell Denae. Spell it Deanna and you'll catch it. Krista Diana. And her songs speak to the journey of a woman after God's own heart. Each song that she does is deeply rooted in her personal yet extremely vulnerable relationship with God. It's the beauty and emotion in her voice, the candor of her lyrics that help inspire others to go all the way every day with the Lord. And uh, we're going to play a song by her right now. Then we're going to have her come in, sit down and talk to us and tell us a little bit more. As a matter of fact, hopefully a lot more about Krista Dene. This is her current hit release. It's called, If God Doesn't Want to... listening to the leader in indie music and news the david bowers awards well, there you have it that's if god doesn't want it by miss crystal dine crystal come on in here and say hello
3: hi how are you
1: just fine Crystal and so Krista. Uh, for some reason I slid Crystal it's Krista, and uh, we are just happy to have you here with us today in this uh, quiet and empty studio with John Bon Jovial not being here with us today so uh, you can kind of take over and be my co-host on this segment of the show <laughs> and uh, we are indeed glad to have you here not just because it's lonely in the studio but because uh, you're, you're a tremendous talent I love your stuff and one of the things I noticed in looking up a little bit of your history, and I don't pretend to be an expert on it, but I did try to get a uh, you know a little bit of a background anyway. One of the things I noticed is something I've been asked over the years: you you have what is called perfect pitch. What exactly for for the people who don't understand? Because I know we hear that every now and then they'll say, "Well, this artist has perfect pitch," and I have been asked, "What exactly is it?" Explain it in your words.
3: Well, my experience with perfect pitch is knowing um, what a certain note is specifically. Um, I compare it to the piano. So if I um, hear a song, I know exactly what key it's in. I can probably hear it once and replicate the chords um, depending on how difficult it is. Um, I can also hear notes in random things that don't usually have notes like um vacuums, and microwaves, and um,
1: (laughs) there's kind of a (laughs)
3: note to everything, um, but there's pros and cons. I think the con is because I am fully aware of, like, every note that I'm being sung, in my case, um, when I'm, attempting to push myself. I'm like, Oh, well, I know I can't sing above a blink, blank, blank. So I'm just not going to do it. So um, it gets a little over psychological, but I'm, I'm glad I have it. It comes in handy.
1: It is something special. And I understand what you're saying about overthinking. I can see where that would happen. Let me ask you another question though, in, uh, in relationship to that. Now I know myself uh, having been in and around music for so long, There are times when I will notice what I feel is an artist uh, being slightly off key and others around me won't notice it. Does that Mm -hmm. do you find that that happens with perfect pitch? You will notice uh, where someone is off key or just isn't nailing that note and others around you don't notice it.
3: I do, and to a whole nother extreme. Actually, um, it can get to the point where it's painful, and so in an instance where um, I should probably be polite, sometimes it's a little bit hard to hide my grimace just because it kind of hurts. Um, so I've learned I've learned to control that. Um, but yeah, I notice everything. I notice
1: everything,
3: good I, and I, bad, and even for myself. You know, it like gets hard.
1: Well, I really wondered about that because I have noticed it, and I, I have to admit, in my position here on my show, uh, where uh, I audition, you know, all of the acts. Uh, my my co-host helps me. I have a uh, I have a, a a staff that does some background work and auditions people for me too. But in the end, I get to hear them all, and I uh, there have been times when I have heard artists that uh, that agents have brought to me and said, hey. We want you to consider this artist for your show, and I listen. And I, as you said, sometimes it can be uh, it can be overpowering the urge to say, "Oh my God, does this person know what they're doing?" And uh, I, I feel guilty because you know I'm here to help promote. Artists, especially indie artists, and and give them a boost in their careers. And I, I last thing in the world I want to be is the def- deflator of someone's career and say, hey, the hardest thing in the world is for me to say, hey, listen, this artist needs some work before he, she, or they are ready for this level, ready to be heard around the world, or, or, or tell them that, you know, perhaps you might want to consider a vocal coach to work with you on improving your style or something, but it's uh, it does. It can be really awkward, and as you said, you learn to kind of deal with how you handle the situation. The, uh, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of PC, but there are times when I do believe in uh, in trying to be, uh, you know, polite at least. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, of course. I was wondering, I've never had perfect pitch, but I, I did wonder if that was something that you had to deal with, being able to hear every time somebody gets a little bit off key or something. And you, as I understand it, have been really seriously involved in music since, what, about age 11?
3: Well, that's when I started writing um, my first song. I wrote my first song at 11, but I've been singing. I took voice lessons starting at age
1: six, actually. Oh, my gosh.
3: Yeah. Does it ever get old? No, and that's why I love it so much. There's always so much more to learn. There's always room for growth.
1: I agree with you. And that you've expressed one of the recurring themes that we hear on this show all the time from uh, uh, oh, from so many artists, from newcomers uh, to the to the old timers, and I I don't like to call my buddies the Oak Ridge Boys old timers, but let's face it, they've been around a couple of years, and uh, and they've hung on. And the the recurring theme that I hear, you know, a lot of we have a uh, we have an occasional segment called Rockstar One Hundred and One, where we have people from various. Uh, departments in the industry come in and discuss what it takes to be a, uh, a, a success in music. And uh, the, the, the boys have come in and told me, uh, I remember Joe was probably the Joe Bonzo was probably the first one that uh, really expressed this to me, but the thing that has kept them alive for so long as a force in American music and uh, contributed to their success is what I think uh, has contributed to the success of, uh, of most people in the business and that is you enjoy what you're doing and i i had one one artist tell me uh, you know if you're in the music for the money you're in the wrong business if you're good mm-hmm. and stay at it you'll make money but enjoy what you're doing you've got to love what you're doing and uh coming first from the from the oaks as i said i i have to i have to agree i mean they've been what They've been together now, going on almost fifty years they 're still going strong. their new album is a monster and uh the seventeenth annual revival they 've gone back a little bit to their gospel style but uh, uh for them to be around that long, uh, they just have to love what they 're doing, and you feel it when you see their shows and i I sense that in your song, although you're i'm rather new to you because i've only only heard you for oh i, I forget how long ago I heard you track but it was within the it was within the last month definitely so uh, uh, you know I, but I can sense the fact that you enjoy what you're doing and that's a good thing that kind of uh, kind of says you've got the uh, you've got a, another one of the qualifications to have a long and successful career of course you have got to have the talent and the drive and the determination to get started but the fact that you like what you're doing is is a big thing now after you got into uh after you got into music and voice lessons right after birth how did you progress <laughs> your your career from there
3: Um I would definitely attest that to my involvement and opportunities to perform my original songs in church it was a really good platform for me and um That helped to give me the confidence to try out for um, the elite choirs in my high school, which took me all over the world um, traveling and things like that and That choir, those choirs, I mean, between the ones I did in high school and the one that I was able to make in um, university, really, really helped to expand my mind on um, vocal technique, overall musicality, um, being able to travel the world and hear different kinds of music and experience different cultures. Um, I'm so much of a better artist because of that. And um, once I decided to get my music education degree, that was a whole nother. Um, side of things, and um, I just feel like I've been pretty well-rounded, whether it's conducting or um, composing or music theater or whatever, you name it, I've tried it out, and so um, that's how, that helps me to know not only what I love to do, but it also impacts the different kinds of music that I make.
1: Well, I can I can understand that and I I I can see it in your uh, in your bio you definitely have been all over the world and you talk about a uh, a variety of not only challenging but uh, uh, top flight uh, work you've done everything from the pirates of penzance to what Handel's Messiah Mendelssohn's mm-hmm. Elijah Vivaldi's Gloria uh you've done you've done a little bit of everything and uh, really really impressive but let me ask you now you you have had obviously uh leanings or experiences and chances to go in different directions uh, obviously you could have gone uh, you could have gone serious you could have gone uh broadway you could have gone pop rock your uh, your latest release which we just played uh even includes uh, uh some rap. And I, I would like to take, I'm going to interrupt myself for a second right here. Let's take a moment to uh, acknowledge, uh, your, uh, your partner in that song. Who was it that did the uh, rap lyric in there for you?
3: The person that did the raps on those lyrics, um, it's actually, his name is young one and he's my husband. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I asked him the timing on that song for me and I'm so glad he did.
1: Well, it was uh, it was a little surprise the first time I heard it. I wasn't expecting <laughs> it, not not because I don't expect uh, rap in Christian music. As a matter of fact, I have a uh, a very good personal friend from uh, many years ago in California when I was out there that. Uh, has gone into just that he does uh, rap hip hop christian music and uh, uh, so it, it didn 't come as a total surprise in that respect, but it was uh, a little bit of a surprise after hearing you and then all of a sudden you get into this uh, this contemporary rap in the middle and i was <laughs> I was really surprised i personally I think it 's a great thing I am not a huge i mean let 's face it we all have our favorite forms of music, and we have our mm-hmm. less favorites. I am not a huge rap fan okay uh, and and that's not a secret uh, i've had rap artists on the show i have nothing against it it's just not my favorite type of music and uh for uh for me to say that i really liked the way you worked it into the song uh really means something because uh it means that i did in fact like it it's not something i would say just to make you feel good
3: well thank you i'm so glad you did
1: I, I think it's a good thing. I, I really do. I think that, uh, well, for one thing, the obvious—we uh, have so much negativity in a lot of today's music, including rap and hip hop, mm-hmm. hip hop, and uh, a lot of stuff that we probably, at least to my mind, probably shouldn't even be doing in in music today. But it's part of life as we know it today. Uh, so it is really good to see. The, the, the other end of it, the other end of the spectrum, the good stuff, to see, for example, uh, Christian rap, uh, to show that, uh, you know, not all rap is about shooting up people, killing them, and doing a whole bunch of other god- ungodly things, uh, d- but to mm-hmm. see that it can be, uh, it can be transitioned uh, to the goodness in people, and uh, I, I like that. I, I really do. Uh, now, you have uh, an album And you have a new single coming out, which we are going to play before we let you go. We're going to give the people a a sneak preview of that. Tell us about your album.
3: Well, the album coming out in September um, is self-entitled, and I'm really looking forward to that. It's... um, very eclectic, I would say. Um, very raw, just kind of a journey of what it's like to be a Christian. You know, the highs and the lows, the victories, the triumphs, the questions, the confusion. Um, there's poetry. There's um, like a theatrical piece on it. It's um, it's definitely something that you would um listen to and either and and feel inspired by or um almost therapeutic, like, oh, I'm so glad that I got that off my chest or somebody else knows how I feel. Um, it's a combination of a lot of things. I, I wanted it to be um, some, some song, be for somebody, you know. Maybe you don't like this song, but you like that song. Or, um, you know, it's kind of like how everyone has their MJ jam, how everyone has their Michael Jackson jam. Um, I like right. to model my music after that. Where there's that one song that's just for that one person, but they all tie in together. They all um, they all definitely connect. But I suggest listening to the album whole the whole way through, um, almost like a book. You wouldn't just pick a chapter out of sure. a book and just start reading it, you know. So I'm excited. It's gonna be a piece of art. I'm really looking forward to it.
1: It's always a good thing when an artist is excited about their own production because uh, your true artists don't really. They don't get excited in that respect. I mean, they may be excited about the fact that, hey, I've got some new material coming out. Uh, they may even go so far as, the, hey, I've got a new album coming out and I'm going to make a whole lot more money out of it. But, but to be excited, <laughs> genuinely excited about the product and what you've done is really a good thing because it, it shows that the artist has really put themselves into it and really believes that they have in fact uh, accomplished the next step on the ladder to where they're going with their career.
3: Thank you so much.
1: I appreciate it. You're welcome. Before we let you go, uh, I want to ask you if you would please tell us about this new song, which you are coincidentally releasing on your birthday. And since I know that you have this posted on your website, I'm going to go ahead and uh, mention it to the audience. Your birthday is coming up May 29th, and your new single, the next one, is going to be called Simply Here. Tell us about that.
3: Well, Here, um, which is being released on my birthday, I'm so excited about it. Um, It's kind of like a hug in a song, um, but the artwork itself is, very complex and intentionally so. So um, the message, the chorus just simply says I'm here and I never left and um, I'm working out a plan. Just trust, you know, like how people say, just see it through, just see the plan out. Um, it's like that, just to encourage you to keep pushing, keep trusting and knowing that all things work together. Um, but the album cover actually includes um, snow on trees in like the woods and it's a little bit eerie um, and the lyric video matches that same kind of um, theme but the intentionality is to show the beauty through trials. Nobody can say, um, you know, people that have just a peachy Fuzzy Life. Honestly, I haven't really met one person that hasn't gone through something <laughs> and has been better because of it. You know, everybody has to go through something to reach the greater version of themselves. And that's exactly um, what the song and the and the theme and the artwork throughout the album cover and the lyrics videos portraying. So I'm excited. I'm hoping that it'll really give people that extra boost they need to just keep going, you know.
1: Well, I have to agree with you, even though I know uh, some people that have had the peach fuzz in their life, I think they've also had the pits too, so uh, I know what you mean there. (laughs) And I I am so looking forward to the album, and I'm so happy that you've allowed us to share the upcoming release with everyone. Thank you so much for coming here, sitting with us, telling us about yourself and your music. We really appreciate it and look forward to having you come back in the future, maybe in the fall, and you can uh, bring us a couple of more tracks off the new album.
3: Oh, i love that. Sounds great.
1: Great. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris, Krista Dene and this is called Simply Here. Right here on the David Bowers Awards, our next guest is one that I know you're familiar with, and we are so glad to have them back with us. A lot to talk about the Bellamy Brothers coming right up next, and uh, Howard will be joining us in just a matter of moments. First, I do want to take a moment... To remind you that the David Bowers Awards has partnered with the Independent Tone Awards for 2018. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, helping nominate artists for the Independent Tone Awards. And you, our listeners, get to tell us who. In in keeping with the way that uh, we believe award shows should be done, we're doing it simple. All you have to do is go to the Independent Tone Awards page, check the categories, and nominate one artist in as many categories as you want. If you want a male artist, a female artist, whatever, you can nominate your favorite indie artist, or you can nominate an artist in each of the categories, however you'd like to do it. One artist per category, and you send that name and the category to me at david at com. And we will take all of your letters and all of the artists that you send in to us. From them, we will select the people that we will be sending to the Independent Tone Awards Nominating Committee. Simply go to the Independent Tone Awards site, independenttoneawards.com, select the category or categories in which you want to nominate, and send us the name and category. That's it simple and easy. We go over all the submissions, select the finalists to be forwarded as nominees, and in December, we'll find out who wins. Your submissions must be sent in to us before midnight, October 31st, Halloween night, Decision of our selection committee, of course, is final. Artists must be active indie artists, which means not signed with a major label or promotion organization through 2018. If you have questions, write me, David, at TheDavidBowers, simple and easy as that. Right now, we're going to go on simply and easily and bring back a classic from our friends, the Bellamy Brothers. Here they are with Buck Owens.
0: I stumbled in at 4 a.m. this morning, just as quiet as an elephant can be. She met me with my suitcase and this morning, she said, be a good old boy and explain this to me. I said, darling, don't put me in the X-Files.
2: I was out all night. Yeah, smoking big cigars Shooting the
0: ball, And I'm making lots of noise
2: Well, she let me off the hood When I said that I'd be good Then I headed for get Cat on I sat all night playing with boys, playing poker, drinking whiskey and smoking big cigars, shooting a bull, making lots of noise. in space And them aliens parted more than the law allowed and this morning all
0: my things were in the yard and all over the place Yeah, I woke up in the doghouse somehow Darling, don't put me in the X-Box I was out all night hanging with the boys Playing poker Drinking whiskey Yeah, smoking Big cigars Shooting the bull, and I'm making lots of noise. I said, darling, don't put me in the X-Files. I was out all night and hanging with the boys. Fleeing
2: poker, drinking whiskey, and smoking big cigars. Shooting the bull, and I'm making lots of noise. Shooting the bull, and I'm making lots of noise. Oh, it's prime time again, boy. Honey, you can ask Howard and David.
1: You know they wouldn't lie to you. Of course, Howard and David wouldn't lie to you. Remember the X-Files, the Bellamy brothers, and here with us right now is one of the boys himself. Howard, welcome aboard. Thank you, David. How are you today? Doing just fine and so glad to have you back here with us. We've We've been trying to get you to... I know your schedule has been absolutely crazy with all you've got going on, but we've been trying to get you back here so we can talk about it. And you sure have a lot going on right now. Let's let's talk first, if you if we can, about that TV show you've got. Yeah,
4: yeah. We didn't have enough to do, David. We took on uh, <laughs> <laughs> we took on a TV show.
1: Right? Well, yeah, yeah you we're actually keep yourself- next
4: Yeah. You keep the uh, keep the fluids moving, I guess. You know, they say. Absolutely. I I hope it works. They, they say it'll keep your mind sharp and you're young. Well, we'll we'll find out, right?
1: Well, it seems to be working so far.
4: <laughs> yeah, so far, yes. <laughs> But you know, at this age, it can turn on you on a dime.
1: right? Yeah, that's a fact. At this age, you you take everything you can get and you say, "Thank you, Lord." <laughs> there so you tell, go. You got it. T- tell us about the show, Howard.
4: Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, we were offered several situations with different, uh, you know, uh, groups of, of TV and and. And you know nothing really ever, ever suited us or fit us because, you know, we're we're very unusual people if you haven't noticed.
5: <laughs>
4: and and you know we we didn't want somebody telling us what to do and and how to act. And you know, rather so you know, we we hooked up with the Cowboy Channel, and and it really allows us to be ourselves. I mean, pretty much what you see there is, is us at home. I mean, we we ham it up a little bit, but. You know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of, of tongue in cheek stuff goes on. A lot of a lot of banter, a lot of you know, a lot of just playing pranks on each other. A lot of pranks, which we do in real life. We prank each other all of our lives, and and this show is you know about our ranch, and it's you know it includes our, includes our whole family and our band. Sometimes we take it on the road. You know, it just whatever the you know we have. Thought of which this episode would uh, be about, you know, well, that's where it takes us to. And uh, it's it actually this week uh, we got n- noticed that it was uh, it was uh, streamed by I. Geez, I even forgot how many countries. Something like thirty countries streamed it. Awesome. You know, it was the largest streaming largest streaming show that that. Uh, the uh international channel there had ever had so awesome. that was that was good news
1: i understand now there is a way to stream your show so you can watch it without necessarily having uh, the cowboy channel on your cable provider
4: yes well uh cowboy channel is a is a subsidiary area of uh, the rfd tv right which is uh which you can stream from rfd tv i don't have on with me exactly the you know the the link but you can actually stream it from RFD. and that's what that's how it's uh that's how the rest of the world is looking at it, you know. So many people have figured right. out you know, I'm not i I'm not a genius of that myself. If I didn't <laughs> have younger kids around me, I, was, I, was, oh, I, I no know idea what was going
1: I know the words to that song backwards and forwards. As (laughs) as I tell people, I'm not a techie. If I was a techie, I'm not a techie. That's why I became a radio guy because, you know, I don't have to. I've got, (laughs) you get people to do that stuff for you. You don't do it yourself. Sure, you do.
4: Yeah. I mean, we, we remember we started demos on four tracks. <laughs> real, yeah. Real. <laughs>
1: hey, listen, I was right there playing your early stuff too, so I know exactly where you're coming from. As a matter of fact, I was well into my career by the time I started playing your stuff.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, I'm, I'm amazed I can use a smartphone. I mean, it's, it's
1: you know. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I think my smartphone is smarter than I am, but <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, that's kind of and scary, I, isn't it? Yeah.
1: I also know, and I I think I mentioned this on uh, one of our earlier shows that when you came by to visit us, I had a very good friend that I met in college uh, and he was down in Florida and he lived out your, well, almost out your back door on an adjoining property and uh, talking about how you guys are are really down home and just the way you are, uh, I know he told me that uh, after he moved into, uh, it was a mobile home on an adjoining property. After he moved in, he heard the music and noise coming from over there. And, uh, you know, uh, be, being a normally, you know, curious person, he just sort of wandered over and he was really amazed at the fact how, uh, you know, you just welcomed him like he was one of the boys, and uh, I, that was that was really my first contact with uh, with you guys as a as as people. I didn't know you as anything other than you know music providers at the time. And when he told me that, uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, I was wishing I was living with him on that backdoor property. But uh, I did get by. Yeah. Uh, I know him. I know we talked about this. I did get by and see your bull you had there one time and he scared the devil out of me because uh, he took a couple of quick steps towards the fence and I exited very oh, quickly. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, was a yeah. big one.
4: Yeah, he's a big one. He's uh he's passed on. Uh, his head is on my wall. <laughs> so,
1: is it really? A, oh, he, he, well,
4: well, yeah, he passed on natural. He was there for so many years. We, uh, he passed. That was Rowdy was his name, named after, uh, you know, the character on Rawhide.
1: And, there you go. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah I'll tell that, you, that was Rowdy. I, I tell you what you do, Howard, if you ever get a chance, you got you nothing else to do, and you can figure out how to use that smartphone. Uh, if you catch a picture of him hanging on your wall, I'd like to have that to bookend with the one I took of him uh, as he gave me the yeah. look in your field there. I'd love to have a picture of that. <laughs> At least yeah, I could say I outlasted I think,
4: yeah. him. <laughs> I, I think I could figure
1: out how to do that. <laughs> that, that would be awesome. Oh, sure. I, can, I, can, I can put it up there and I can say, yeah, I outlasted Rowdy. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, in addition to this TV show that people are going to love, I, I, it, people who haven't seen it have got to tune in. I, I'll tell you, folks, if, if you – like the bellamy brothers then you gotta catch this show and if you haven't been fans of the bellamy brothers you should be but uh you still like the show this is a uh this is a show for the whole family and in that respect it harkens back to the days i i think it harkens back to the days of live tv
4: we pretty much we don't really have a script because there's quite a few real characters in this show with us and and, but we have an outline of what we uh, you know the right. idea of what the show's about and we just we just we just wing it you know and uh, it, it, it's working out great and it, it, it's a lot of fun. I mean, honestly, I had reservations. The, the first episode actually was about uh, uh, the whole family getting together and deciding whether we should do this thing or not. you know that was the, what the first right. episode was about. So we eventually took it to we live near Wachi Springs which has mermaids and
1: right. you know, there was
4: all, there was always it was always locally a uh, folklore about the wisdom of the mermaids so we went over and asked the mermaids should we do should we do this <laughs> show <laughs> and uh, and it was such crazy things as that so yeah it it's a lot of fun
1: uh and it comes through it, it definitely comes through now before we run out of time here and I, we've got uh what do we got about a minute and a half left here to talk i want to be sure and touch upon your book and i'm i'm not going to go into uh you know i'm, I'm not going to give away anything i don't want to go into some of the stuff that's in there uh because uh it, it's just something you've got to read for yourself uh but the uh Tell tell the people about the book you have out, and by the way, thank you guys. I love my copy of it, and uh, I want you to share with the people. Tell, it's it's really, these guys, it, it's like you were sitting down as we are right now talking to these guys. Well, thank
4: you, David. Yeah, we, you know, it was, well, it's been 42 years, so we decided we'd better write this thing, or we may not be able to write it soon, you know? <laughs> and, uh, there's, there's so many were so many stories trying to sort the stories out it was it was a task it, it really took years to to get it done and and finish with our schedule the way it is and and getting it in sequence you know getting it sequenced was really hard and getting each the dates on each story and and you know there's some things there's things in there um <laughs> I was reluctant to put in there but you know then then we said well why have a book if we don't tell the truth and what really happened you know and sure and i think that's what people want to hear and and uh so we we've told a lot of stories and like i say some we probably shouldn't have told
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i i think that uh I think the uh, the people are really going to enjoy it if they haven't already read it. I urge you to go out, get a copy of it, and uh, maybe when the boys come to your neck of the woods, you can go and see them. You might even be able to get them to autograph a copy for you. Uh, but definitely, you want to read the book. Like I said, reading the book is kind of like sitting and uh, and talking to the boys and and listening to their stories. It is, uh, it's. A great concept. I like the way you presented it. It's really, really nice. I want you to be sure, and uh, I want to thank you for coming and spending some time with us today. Be sure and give our thanks to David as well, and also uh, want to thank uh, Wally, who I was talking to. I understand he's uh, not on the road with you right now. He's had some problems of his own, uh, but uh, extend our best wishes to Wally and to really all the people on your staff. You've got a great bunch there. It's always a pleasure talking to them, and they work so hard to make sure that we can make connections and, uh, make arrangements to have you boys come on the show. We really do appreciate it.
4: Well, thank you, David. And thanks for those words about Wally. Yes. He was with us, uh, 36 years and he's, he's had some, you know, some problems and, and, you know, and I guess the miles kind of caught up with him, but, but he's doing better. And, uh, I think he's going to be, money be good for new year, few years. But I think the, the road just, uh, too much for him these days so
1: i understand that he's a great guy i really enjoyed meeting him and uh, and getting to know him and all of your crew as i said just a great bunch to work with thanks again howard we look forward to having you guys back maybe you bring dave along with you next time i remember the last time uh, you couldn't make it. dave stopped by and we had a lot of fun with him even though he didn't he was kind of anxious about whether he'd be able to get through it or not we uh, always have a (laughs) <laughs> Wonderful time talking to you guys. Thanks again. Well, we'll, thanks look forward to, we'll look forward to next time, Howard.
4: Thank you, David. Take care. And tell everyone hello you too. to
1: too. Best right, of both of you, now. ladies and gentlemen. Howard Bellamy of the Bellamy Brothers. And here to close our show, another Bellamy classic. This is Stayin' in Love, the Bellamy Brothers with Freddie Fender and Flaco Jimenez. The
0: man can be charmed by some lipstick and a sexy smile And the woman is thrilled when he says I will And they walk down the aisle Qué bonita era ella y qué bien parecido era él Él muy alto y fornido mientras, mientras ella, ella se asoleaba y... su piel Ay, cuando se acuerdan los dos y quieren llorar Hay que mucho trabajo es querer, sin querer trabajar The sun and the stars, they don't always shine Every night she's not dressed to the night The kids and the bigs, they don't ever stop Lord knows he's getting just a little thin on top Pero en cosas de amor se requiere Staying in love is the hardest part of it all Not dressed to the night Los niños jamás No se pueden aguantar Lord knows it's getting Just a little thin on top Pero en cosas de amor Se requiere Siempre ganar But they swear They'd do it the same If they had the chance To do it again Después de una luna de miel se ponen a pensar Staying in love is the hardest part of it all Después de una luna de miel se ponen a pensar Staying in love is the hardest part of it all
1: the Bellamy brothers and we thank uh, both Howard Bellamy and also Crystal Denay for joining us here today on the David Vowers Awards. We are out of time so we're going to wrap it up real quick. We want to thank our guests again. We want to thank you our listeners and we want to remind you that we're on every week on Blog Talk Radio. 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time here in the United States. Uh, check your local listings for the time in your neighborhood. Be sure and follow us on all the all the usual social media places, of course, here on Blog Talk Radio, also on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and all the others. Thank you so much, and uh, remember, we love you. This is the point where I'd normally say, take us home.